Welcome to Public Health Plus, the bonus episode. I'm MJ. And I'm Cass. This is the bonus episode for Feminism is Public Health. So, pink tax. I'm sure you know what this term means. Yeah, I'm aware of what pink tax is. Okay, do you want to take a stab at it? Yeah, so it's um, like an additional cost that's added to a product when it's specifically marketed for women. So, like a pen could be pink and they charge more than the blue pen. Or it could be extra cost associated with other feminine products, like feminine hygiene products, for example. Yeah. So it's not an actual tax. It's discriminatory pricing. That's the technical term for it. But like, it's exactly like what you described. Like, for some reason, the same product, if it's marketed to women, even though it's the same, essentially the same thing, they cost more. And if you think about it, like, there's already a wage gap that we're worried about. So the fact that women are earning less than men and they also have to pay more to buy certain things it's essentially you're you're creating a differential purchasing power like you're lowering the purchasing power of women essentially because they're earning less and the things for them cost more right and just to be super clear it's the exact same thing for men and for women it's just a feminine color or sort of traditionally female branding that makes it cost more yeah, so I have a few examples. Do you remember, this This is hilarious, do you remember Bic for her? You mean the razors, Bic? No, Bic. Bic, uh, I think they're pens. Oh, the Bic for her, the pen, right. I, yeah. yeah, I said, yeah, the pink the pen. Do you pen, remember this? Right? This was a huge scandal years yeah. ago. Yes. So Bic make cheap pens, and as someone who's a fountain pen aficionado, like I hate cheap pens in general, but- I'm a pen snob too. Bic, a few years ago, I think it was more than a decade ago, but Bic made- pink pens and called it big for her and it was more expensive than the regular big pens yeah no different just just pink <laughs> no right? difference pink or red or purple and you had to pay more for them yes other examples that are less subtle than that because that one's really blatant is razors so female razors wait examples that are more subtle more subtle what did i say <laughs> you said less subtle yeah. So examples that are more subtle are razors. So you often see these pink razors with rounded corners and like bigger, like, I don't know what you call it, like moisturizing pans. I don't know. Strip moisturizing strips. Yeah. Moisturizing strips. They, and they cost more, even though like, if you really think about it, it's the same material. Like, sure, they're like slightly bigger, but it really doesn't justify the extra cost that much. Sometimes they're not even bigger. They're the same size. With rounded edges and larger moisturizing strips. Sometimes it is literally the exact same razor. So like the yellow, yellow razor, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the double blade, whatever, traditional cheap disposable razor could be one cost, but you get purple, pink and teal ones. And now suddenly they're more expensive, even though it's the exact same razor. Yeah, exactly. Even a more subtle example is shampoo and soap. I mean, you can find some differences in different brands. Maybe this one has more moisturizing power than that one, but it is practically the same, chemically speaking. But a lot of times women shampoo costs more for whatever reason, right? And soap is the same. Toys, like female toys, somehow cost more than male toys just in general. No idea why. And there's also extensive services. So this is something that I didn't know until I did a little bit of digging into this, but dry cleaning. Dry cleaning for women's clothes costs more than dry cleaning for men's clothes, even though they're both made of the same material. Did you know this? I did not know this because I don't buy clothes that require dry cleaning. I don't buy clothes that require dry cleaning because I'm too lazy. I'm I'm sure you have like a a blazer. I have lots of blazers. I have lots of suits. I have lots of dresses. You don't dry clean those? I am way too lazy to take my- Redacted. To the dry cleaner stuff. 
stuff. Whoops. So you have regular cleaning blazers. Well, I mean, I have things that are probably supposed to be dry clean only. I just throw in the washing machine. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. But yeah, so they did they did a study in New York, I think. Don't call me a lot, but they did a, they did a study in the city and yeah, dry cleaners will charge more for women's clothes than men's clothes, even though the material itself is the same. Like it's the same thing, but just one is a woman, one is a man. So arguments against this are to me ridiculous, right? Because at this point, some econ bros will hop out of the bush and wait, say- Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? You mean arguments in support of the tax? Yeah. So arguments against these examples. So, well, not in support of it, but just arguments saying that this is not a real deal. Does that make sense? Okay. Arguments claiming that this isn't an actual thing. Got it. Yeah. So arguments claiming that this is not an actual phenomenon are to me ridiculous, right? It is at this point, typically you'll have like an econ bro hop out of the bush and say- What's up, bro? I love econ. Well, that's because woman is willing to pay more for these pretty colors. That's why woman's stuff costs more. Ha ha ha. Bro impression is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and I I mean, I, I don't get why people, why they have to break everything down into like supply and demand, but I don't like that argument. Like because just because woman is quote unquote more willing to pay more and that justifies you charging more for the same product, like that to me sounds just like a terrible thing to do, right? Even though if it makes sense, it just doesn't sound like a good thing to do. Well, so putting aside demand, Okay, let's put aside for a moment that women may want to have something pink, right? That's that, that could be totally up to them. If they want something pink, the companies are deciding what to charge for it. It's not like women are saying, oh, I want to pay more. The products that I'm thinking of only difference is the color. And there's, there's, no, there's no other difference in the quality of the product. So I'm imagining there's not that substantial of a difference in production costs. No, probably not. So a company is saying it's not really costing us that much different to produce it, but we think women might pay more because it's pink. So we're going to make this one a dollar more. That's not the. That's not. It's not a good argument. Not the woman <laughs> doing that. That's not being responsive to a demand in the market. That's saying we're going to create this extra cost because we think women might want something pink and we're going to charge them extra for it. Because we can, yeah. And so when I hear that, I segue to this thing, which is the tampon tax. So previously, we talked about things that are not quote unquote necessary. Like you don't need a pen. You technically don't need a razor. You technically don't need shampoo or you don't need those like really nice shampoos, right? You technically don't need dry cleaning. But when we talk about feminine hygiene product, that argument doesn't hold anymore. Women need these feminine hygiene products. And it says tampon tax just because of the alliteration, but it it covers- All feminine hygiene products, yeah. Right. So this is basically sales tax, right? So you're like, oh, okay, but everything has sales tax. Like, why, why are you arguing against sales tax? Well, here's the thing. If you have sales tax on something that people need because of something that they cannot control, menstruation, that is- not an equitable tax, right? Because this tax doesn't apply to literally half of the population. It only applies to one half of the population. So if you tax them, that's not equitable. So at this point, an econ bro will hop out of the bush again. Again. And say, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, 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 but hey, sales tax are on everything. It's only equitable if you have sales tax on everything. What are you talking about? Ho, ho, ho. And this is where I bring up. So terrible. <laughs> This is so bad. You're offending so many econ people, I'm sure. Although I don't know how many econ people would identify as bros, but okay. Well, so we don't charge sales tax on food, right? Because that's a necessity. Yes. Tampons and other feminine hygiene products are a necessity. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So the argument is like, well, there are already things that are tax exempt already, right? So you brought up food, and there are a lot of other really ridiculous things are that for whatever godforsaken reason are tax exempt. So in Florida, marshmallows are tax exempt. In California, cooking wines are tax exempt. In Maine, snowmobiles are tax exempt. In Indiana, barbecue sunflower seeds for some reason are tax exempt. In Wisconsin, gun club memberships are tax exempt. And so you're telling me all those things can be tax exempt, but tampons and feminine hygiene products, which are something that women need because of something that they can't control, that can be tax exempt, right? Marshmallows are delicious. Cooking wine is absolutely a necessity. Barbecue sunflower seeds can jump out of a window. That sounds terrible. Are you okay with snowmobile? I'm not okay with snowmobile being tax exempt. Oh, no, I was focusing on the food. I was focusing on the food stuff. No, it, it's, it's it's so interesting what gets prioritized as tax exempt in different places yeah. and what's not. There are exemptions for other things, but this comes back to the bias, gender bias, right? Something that women need, we aren't going to make that tax exempt, but, you know, snowmobiles for the win. So silver lining is that nine states have made tampon taxed. Uh, tampons and other feminine hygiene products exempt. But uh, as you probably know, there are 50 states in America. So nine is less than a fifth. And yeah, so I mean, we could see gender bias everywhere in healthcare, but we could also see it just in the stuff that we buy. Thanks for joining us for this bonus episode, Public Health Plus on Everything is Public Health. Keep an ear out for next Thursday's episode. And I apologize to all economists out there. That was very uncalled for. But, you know, I had to get a point across.